0: It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of Joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Matt Smith sitting in for Stink for the next 30 minutes. As Stink is doing some uh, national TV talk show stuff on uh, FS1 up until 7, then he'll be joining us. But uh, we get a chance to uh, talk about what went down yesterday in the NFL uh, Patrick Mahomes, stop me if you've heard this before, back in the AFC Championship game, back in the Super Bowl.
1: I don't like losing any any games, so every loss I feel like is tough. Um, but, but we always had everything we wanted in front of us, and we had that mindset, and Coach Reed preaches that every single day we come into the building. Um, and, and no one hung their head, and everybody was ready to go, and now we're going to the Super Bowl, and like I said, we're not done. Should Should
0: we have seen this Matt Cumming, even back during the middle of the season when the Chiefs looked vulnerable, when the Broncos beat them up pretty good, should we have known or at least suspected that this team would be able to flip the
1: switch come playoff time? Well, now we do. Whether whether or not we should have, we do now that, that from now on and moving forward in perpetuity, you really can't put too much weight into what happens in the Chiefs' regular season. I saw a lot of the Broncos fans last night. We beat this team. Mike, they won the turnover battle five to one, and they beat them by what eleven? So let's just have a little perspective. The whole team was sick. They didn't take it serious. But Travis Kelsey on the Wednesday before that game was at the Super Bowl or excuse me, the World Series, getting wasted on Wednesday night. They they'd already beat them once. I I I just will not be putting much stake into what I see at a Chiefs regular season now. When Andy Reid steps away, when Steve Spagnuolo steps away. Let's see what happens there. But then again, Tom Brady did just fine with Bruce Arians.
0: Up next on the Morning Brew, it looked like Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco was in a big, big trouble down by 17. Kyle lugging around a a terrible record whenever trailing at halftime or into the fourth quarter. But the 49ers rally. They outscore the Lions 27-7. In the uh, second half, they roar back to win 34-31. I could see it on them all week. Our guys got a lot of love for each other, and um, every year when the season's over, it's always a new team the next year, regardless of how many times people return. I mean, how many people return, and our guys didn't want this to be the last day, and we had to really fight for it to make that happen, but we pulled it off and couldn't be more proud of the group. Well, Matt, do uh, the 49ers pull this comeback off if Dan Campbell... Tries to kick field goals instead of going for it on fourth down.
1: It it would feel like it would have been much more difficult, but it wasn't just Dan Campbell. It was the fumble, it was the drop pass on fourth down. The Lions imploded, and it was almost as if they remembered that they were the Lions in the second half. But that being said. Look, you coach by feel, and I know, I saw the argument last night, well, if you love the Lions on their way here, you gotta love them now, even though it didn't work out. No, you don't. You coach by feel. And Dan Campbell throughout the season has made some very aggressive decisions, even when they've been to his detriment, and he did it again yesterday. Oh, I disagree.
0: I disagree. That was not coaching by feel. That was, once again... The the stupid analytics that have that is literally what that, I'm saying. That have, we're saying the same. Well, well but same but thing. different kind of.
1: If you're coaching by feel, if you're coach, coaching He by did feel. not coach by feel. Oh, That's okay. What I just I'm said. sorry. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. I no, thought no, you no. said he, he did you, not coach by feel. If he had coached by feel, he takes the points. It's the playoffs, right? I mean, understand the tenor of the game. You're on the road in that environment. Come on, now. The, we're on the same page. The first one was was the real head scratching one. It's
0: seven o three, seven minutes left in the third quarter, and you are fourth and two. At the San Francisco 28. It's a 46 yard field goal. At that point, you're up 24 to 10. If you take the points, you go up, you score 27 to 10. It's a it's a it's a three-score game. And you you've you've come away with points, you've kept the momentum. Instead, you open the door, Mo starts to shift, San Francisco goes down to score 24 17. And now you're starting to get feel the pressure. And the first play they fumble. And San Francisco scores and now it's 24-24 and now you've let him back in the game. It was uh, it, it was it was it was a a dumb dumb play. But you know what? It's not just Dan Campbell. This is something that that you and I talked about last week. I think NFL coaches, I think this has been the worst season ever that I've ever seen with NFL coaches in their game management. And it, there's no doubt in my mind analytics are messing with these guys' heads, it's leading to some really dumb decisions. And it's why the managing of these games is the worst I've ever seen from NFL coaches. And we're not talking about rookie head coaches. We're talking about coaches
1: that have been around for a while looking incompetent. I I watched that game last night in utter disbelief that yet again, after what he did in Dallas, like here we are again, you're going to make these same over aggressive mistakes. I didn't get it. Next on the morning brew, the Nuggets. and,
0: and <laughs> We're getting some texts. Come on, people. Really? These got to be embedded Sixer fans saying, well, the more embarrassing thing wasn't Joel Embiid and the Sixers sitting out their players. It was the Nuggets starters only Damn. winning by six. Are you kidding me? One, give, give give, Michael Malone and his players all the credit uh-huh. for how they handled uh, they tapped out 76ers. You know, I went out to the bench, you know, like, there's like two minutes on the clock, guys are still warming up. And I was trying to grab guys individually, like, hey man, no letdowns. And Aaron, Go- Aaron Gordon's like, what are you talking about? I said, Embiid's not playing. So, I, like, our players didn't know. They're on the court warming up. And so, you know, you prepare mentally to get ready for a fight against a really good team and a MVP candidate. And then he's not there, and Maxi's not there, and Tobias isn't there, and all these other guys. And you know, you're fighting human nature at that point. Total, total agreement. You're you're fighting human nature at that point, and the fact that they were able to uh, to grind out the win uh, in a, in a situation, by the way, where most team most teams coming off an 11 day road trip with a quick turnaround like that usually lay an egg, a flat egg in their first home game back. For the Nuggets to be able to handle all that and still come away with the win, I don't care. I don't care about style points. Shows the mental toughness of that team compared to the uh, pillow-soft toughness of the other team.
1: I don't know. I'm not going to go that far. That performance left a lot to be desired, in my opinion. There was some natural letdown, but it absolutely did. Now, that being said, what Jamal Murray said after the game, I think, was a little bit more apropos when he said, look, we we are learning the transition of what it is like to be the hunted, and we have seen it's not – even if it's just the Sixers bench, we see – Orlando do it to him. We saw Utah do it to him. Teams are bringing their best shot. So yeah, you're talking about a bunch of guys that haven't gotten a chance to play that many minutes. Yeah, they're going to be excited going on the road to play against the defending champions. Now, that being said, Mike, I know you're writing it off, but... It- I know it's the first game back from the road trip. It just wasn't a great performance. Does it mean I'm worried about the Nuggets? No, but look, they got the win. That's all that matters. It's one of 82.
0: Next on the Morning Brew, Jared Bednar and the Avalanche cruising into the long All-Star break on a high. Yeah, it's, it's nice to win a couple games and be playing some solid hockey going into the break. So guys feel good about it now. Then get away from the game for a little bit, do a little bit of conditioning and hopefully pick up where we left off all right matt do you feel good about the avalanche first place in their division first place in the um or second place in the in the conference when it comes to total points you feel good about the team at the break
1: i liked how they went into the break they stacked a couple of really nice wins five to one over la on friday night now We've got to look ahead. I mean, they've got a brutal six-game road trip right out of the chute coming out of the All-Star break, a back-to-back with the Rangers and the Devils. They play Florida and Tampa Bay and also Washington and Carolina, all six on the road right out of the All-Star break after nine days off. That's a tough stretch of hockey. It does grab your attention, but they definitely have to have things ratcheted up. Now I'll say I've been encouraged by Alexander Georgiev, who I thought the last several games really stacked some nice wins at home my overall concerns with this team there there are still they are still there they still exist for the playoffs i still think that they're driven by a supernova right now but that being said logan o'connor with two goals against the kings he's played well they're getting more contributions throughout the lineup what I really do like about the abs, Mike, is how committed they've been to the 200-foot game here over about, I would say, on the whole, the last three weeks or so. It's definitely been a ticket improvement, committing to the details. And Bednar spoke after the Kings game about moving forward. They will be nitpicking here to build those championship habits. So, hey, look, brick by brick.
0: That was it for the Morning broom. Bring that to you each and every morning at 6.30.